0: You're listening to How I Sell, a podcast built for early career sales professionals. You'll hear stories, best practices, and guidance from top sales leaders on what it takes to become a sales superstar. Today's episode is made possible by Ramp Careers. Ramped is on a mission to build the next generation of workforce-ready talent. Hi, everyone. Joining us today is Marla Freeman, Regional VP of Sales at Access SoftTech. Marla has held senior sales roles at companies such as Commerce Bank, Bluefin Payments, and First Data. Thank you so much for joining us today, Marla. Thank you. It's very nice to be here. Hey, Marla.
1: Hi,
0: (laughs) Nanny. For for those that don't know who you are, uh, who is Marla Freeman?
1: Uh, Marla Freeman is uh, someone who's been in sales probably uh, just about all of her career. Uh, mostly financial sales. Uh, I did some nonprofit work, which was actually a lot of sales, which people don't realize. Um, but I, I've worked in sales, sales management, and uh, learned a lot.
0: <laughs> how did you? How did you get into it? Uh, Marla, I know. I know you, you. You'd mentioned that it's something you've been doing for a while. What inspired or motivated you to pick this as a career path?
1: I don't know if I picked it or it picked me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I think I, my very first sales job was uh, right out of college or actually during college. And don't laugh, but I actually sold vacuum cleaners door no to door. You want to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> it? sales job? Yeah. And I learned at that point that you had to have fun with it because mm-hmm. if you didn't have fun with it, you would completely flop. Um, I remember training somebody one day, and the two of us would knock on doors and they would open the door, and the two of us would be on the ground cracking up because we just. We we had to make jokes out of it and have fun with it because you were literally going into somebody's house and cleaning up their carpeting and showing them how much dirt their vacuum cleaner was leaving behind. So
0: <laughs> Did you uh, you know that's that's quite surprising, um, especially that seems like a I would have been terrified. It seems like a high pressure job. How did you feel that like you were not nervous? Your your first door knock, right? Were you apprehensive? Were you worried? You know, I was you, terrified. <laughs>
1: I don't think it's something I would do today. Uh, but uh it was it was funny. I I mean I just you just do it. Sales is uh and I try to explain this to people. Sales is a very emotional type job. Um, especially, you know, salespeople. You just if you have a hard day, you just you have no energy to work. It's not like a job where you could get on a computer and do what you have to do. Sales is very emotional. Um you could run into nasty people and, and they could kill your whole attitude and you really need to have, be strong enough to overcome situations like that, to be overcome people who are just don't want to talk to you. You can't take it personally. When Mm -hmm. I trained salespeople, I taught them that, you know, you could call somebody and they could have just had a fight with their wife, with their partner, and they'll take it out on you and you can't take it personally. Um, you just have to learn to walk away, walk around the block, do whatever you need to do and just get your head back into the right place.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that. I, I don't think that there are a lot of sales leaders that focus on the emotional aspect of sales, right? I mean, you see a lot of talk and discussion around how sales can be processed. It's, it's numbers oriented. Uh, yes, there is a art to it, uh, but for the most part, you can use science to hack into it. But the, But to your point, the harsh reality is, it is an emotional thing to do. It, it, it's, it's, I don't know if there's a lot of jo- other jobs where you face rejection as much as you do, uh, <laughs> in sales is more no's than, um, more no's than yeses. When did, when did that click, I guess, in your mind that there's a heavy emotional component to it? I know that's something, something you, you teach, um, all of your sales reps, but when did that, when did you kind of piece that together?
1: Probably right away. <laughs> you know, when you're going door to door selling vacuum cleaners, you, you kind of learn that when they slam the door in your face. But yeah, a lot. I, it's funny because I've worked for a lot of people as well. And and there's people who are in upper management and sales, and they're probably going to hate me after they hear this, that never sold before. I've been on both ends. I, I started out, I did a lot of sales and I also managed a lot of sales people. Mm-hmm. So I, I always taught out of experience and there's a lot of salespeople that, you know, all they can concentrate, sales leaders that concentrate on numbers, 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 and they push people and if somebody's doing bad, they just threaten them right away. That's not how you, you teach a sales team. That's not how you work with salespeople. Um, everybody has their own way of selling. And we forget that uh, when you're speaking to people uh, in companies, you're speaking to high, you know, C-level executives, they're, they're all humans. They all eat the same way. They all, you know, do things the same way as you so you can't be intimidated. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot that goes into sales. It, it really is. It's not just, uh, you know, people hate salespeople. <laughs> it's just the way it is. You, a lot of jobs, you know, equates like, you know, auto a mobile, used car salesmen. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, you, you got to get that, get rid of that stigma. So I've learned that you, you can't, you can't sound like a salesperson. And, and I know that's hard. I, I, I'm not good with scripts. I don't believe people should be reading scripts because you have your own personality and you got to put that into a sales call. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't call somebody and I start right away. How are you doing? Because I hate when somebody does that to me. You don't know me from a hole in the wall. So what do you care how I'm doing? <laughs> You're trying to sell me something. And if somebody does that to me, I'm like, okay, what do you want? <laughs> so you have to really, you have to figure out a way to talk to people and uh, use your personality. Just be yourself and talk to them like a human being. Don't be overly pushy. You know, you, you have to ask a lot of questions as a salesperson, but there's a way of doing it without... Being extremely pushy and being a salesperson, if you if you know what I mean.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, it's great great advice. Something we we teach uh, formally is 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 just be a human. And I, I don't know what it is. Uh, the the maybe it's just the word sales. Maybe it's been too popularized in Hollywood, but the sales stigma really hasn't broken, and it's still no. even even in even in the quote unquote new age of sales where it's all tech driven, virtual based data and analytics space is still there's still this like little thorn in our sides uh with this stigma on salespeople are all one way and and super annoying. I don't know uh about you, but in my first few years in sales, uh I was um I, w- I was you know kind of in go, go go mode uh, seeking to to impress and really work hard to become a manager and and driven to succeed at all costs what were what were yours like? What did you find difficult? What did you find easy?
1: Approving myself, you know again, it's it's it takes a lot in sales to you have to motivate yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you. Somebody could teach you everything they need to teach you about what you're selling and and maybe what to say and what to do, but they can't teach you motivation. And that's something you have to do yourself. You you have to, if you're having, uh, you know, a bad day, you have to be able to pick yourself up and, and talk to somebody and, and make some more calls. And if you're having a really bad day, then there's nothing wrong in my mind with, you know, cl- closing it down and saying, okay, you know what, tomorrow is another day because you're not going to do anybody any good if, if you're in a really bad emotional state and you're trying to sell. So it's um, the hardest thing is is really motivating yourself
2: um what what keeps you motivated selling day to day or if you want what what kept you motivated and has it changed?
1: It's a good question. You know, the motivation comes when you speak to somebody that you have a great conversation with and you 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 realize that this is why you like your job. It's different from day to day. And uh, you could just you could be yourself. You could you could have a great conversation with somebody and, and you know, have a great feeling about a sale and, and that'll motivate you to go on. You know, but the opposite is also true. You could have a day where you know, every, every person you're speaking to is hanging up the phone on you, or if you're, if you're in person is just slamming yours in your face. So I've learned a lot of of how to keep myself going, but I I also learned when it's not good. And and when I should probably just, you know, if I'm having a bad day, either stop or, you know, do something else, do some paperwork, you know, Mm -hmm.
0: you know, it's, it's, it's one thing to, to keep yourself motivated, but, you know, clearly as you've progressed professionally, uh, you've been tasked with the success or you know the failure of others as 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 being a sales leader, mm-hmm. and you know one of the things that we noticed when we just looked up what your direct reports had to say about you was you know, consistently everyone has nothing but great things to say about you. One of the things that particularly stood out was. Well, Marla works as hard as our direct reports, but she doesn't take credit for any of the accomplishments, that you're a skilled manager and that everything that folks have learned about the industry was from you. So you, you, you've done a lot of this and, and it's not very often that you see direct reports going out of their way to write nice things about their managers or bosses or say great things about their managers or bosses. So, you know, my question to you is, makes sense how you motivated yourself, but how did you motivate a team?
1: You know what? I, I I took the time to care about my team, I, not only as salespeople but as human beings. If somebody was having a bad day, you know, I would take them to lunch and talk to them and and talk them through it. Learn to. I respected the people on my team. We're all adults, you know. We, we're not. Uh, we're not children. I've had managers that treated everybody like children and and really made your life a living hell as a salesperson. And that's not the way to motivate people. You're not going to, you're not going to get sales that way. You're just going to go through a lot of salespeople. I always had great retention in my sales teams because I treated everybody with respect. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was there for them if they needed me, if they were working, you know, late one night or on a Saturday, I was always available. If they mm-hmm. called me, I, I always answered the phone. Whereas I've heard about other managers who just never got back to their salespeople. You know, sometimes people get it, uh, an ego and, and I hate to say it and I'm not trying to be sexist, but a lot of men were like that, M- male managers, I, I found, very arrogant. And they were, especially in the financial sales field. And, you know, they just thought they were, you know, they mm-hmm. were up here because they were sales managers and they didn't deal with people on the same level. And you can't do that. You have to have respect for the people that work for you, and I cared about them as people. So, uh, you know, if they had questions or if they needed help with something, I I tried to make sure I was always
0: there for them. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I don't think it's sexist at all, Marla. I think you've raised a raised a, a very valid and important point. Unfortunately, especially in 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 sales, when. Uh, when you have a sales leader that's that's female and you know if they're vocal, if they're passionate, it, it the, the perception is oh, they're bossy or you know, oh, they're rude, which is so unfortunate because men have a, a much wider latitude in terms of what's acceptable. Uh, and yet, on the other hand of the spectrum, the entire industry is: oh, we need more diversity in sales, we need more women, we need more, you know, folks that are that are that are that are minority. And yet, you still see this friction, right? So, you know, my question to you, having went through this practically, and again, this is this is very recently, right? So, I'm positive that five, six, seven years ago, when you were kind of going up the ranks, the resistance was likely a lot higher. There's been a a light that's shining on this today. Uh, a lot more than in the past. So now, for the new, how do I put it? Now, for the new, uh, for the new entrants that are women that that are doing a great job that want to become sales leaders, what are some what are some tips for them? Right, what would you recommend that they do uh, in, in the face of the pragmatic realities where things are yes getting better, but I don't think it's perfect, and I doubt it's going to be perfect right away. Right. So with all of this in the back in the background. What did you do to rise up the ranks and what advice would you give to every other, you know, female aspiring sales professional?
1: For one, I tried to make myself visible to everybody in the company. I think the biggest thing that got me noticed, though, was when even when I was a salesperson, if there were new people starting, I would always volunteer to help them out, you know, to show them the ropes, to answer any questions. I would tell my manager, you know, you want I'll be more than happy to go out on an appointment with them or let them come follow me. Um, so I was—I uh, always showed that I was able to help people and train people. Um, made myself visible to upper management, and um, you know, never tried to to butt heads with anybody in the company. Um, one thing salespeople don't realize, and, and especially working like with First Data, you know, a huge company, a lot of salespeople had attitudes with the other side. Sales and operations don't always get along, and that's a huge problem in a lot of companies. Um, and what salespeople don't realize is you have to be nice to the people on the other side, Mm -hmm. because if you're not, they're not going to be nice to you. And, uh, that, that's a huge problem with a lot of companies. So you got to really treat the people on the other side of, you know, in operations with respect and and they'll respect you back. Um, you know, companies, any company has sales. It may not be quote a, a sales department, but companies can't grow without growing business. And in order to grow business, you have to do sales. So salespeople are very important. And in a lot of companies, they don't treat the salespeople important. They don't realize how, you know, this is how your company is going to grow. But, you you know, as salespeople also have to realize that in order to do their job properly, they need the other parts of the company to help them with their job. I don't know how, if
0: that made any sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. But how are you so, I guess, cool and collected about this? Because I'm getting mad just hearing some of the things that you're saying.
1: <laughs> you know uh, what? <laughs> I've been doing it so, so long. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in sales. God, I don't even, I'm dating myself. I've been in sales over 25 years. So I've seen it all. Uh, you know, I'm not the best salesperson in the world, uh, you know. Um, and I'm probably not the best manager in the world, but I try my best. I, I've been able to survive, and I guess that says a lot for how I work. But I've experienced it from small companies to large companies, and I've seen what goes on. And I may not be, you know, I may not have been vocal with everything, but I'm not an idiot. I, 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 I watch very closely. I watch everything. I see what works, what doesn't work, and, and I've adapted my own way of doing things. And I've realized that you have to, like I said before, you you have to learn to, in sales, you have to learn to motivate yourself and, and treat others with respect. When you go out there and you sell, you have to just be yourself. And I think people have this have this way about them where they, they think they have to, you know, follow a certain way of doing things and they have to sound like a salesperson. And, and I found that, and I work with a lot of C-level people, I have for years, and I don't get... I don't get intimidated by them. I respect them for where they are, um, but I don't get intimidated by them. I'm an adult. And, and if I talk to them like an adult, they're going to talk to me and I joke around with them. You have to have a sense of humor. You really do. Because people are stressed constantly and they're under a lot of pressure and and you have to be able to talk to them and, and just like, you know, talk to them about what happened on the weekend or talk to them about a baseball game and just kind of break the ice a little bit, but make it genuine -hmm. You know, don't make it sound like you know you're reading from a script. You know the do's and don'ts of sales. Just be yourself. And if you if you're yourself, and you you don't you know you try to be as honest with people, come off as honest with people. They'll they'll pay attention to you more. And you'll believe it or not, that helps build your sales.
2: You you seem to be very in tune with the emotional state of sales. What I'm hearing is high EQ, uh, very aware of unspoken. Uh, or even spoken aspects of managing a team, building a team, managing uh, yourself, your own book of business, I would love to talk with you a little bit more about that. Was that something that you learned or is that innate in you?
1: Uh, As far as managing a team?
2: Uh, in, In terms of the awareness of others' emotional state, of your own emotional
1: state, of the emotions of sales. It's probably a little bit of both. Um, I'm a very sensitive person. I'm a Jewish mother and that comes naturally. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, to me, all my salespeople were, you know, I, I had, a, a, you know, I cared about them. One thing I couldn't stand is if somebody tried to get over me, if somebody lied to me about something, you know, I picked that up right away. And, and that to me was was the worst thing you could do. Um, but for the most part I got, even today, I still speak to salespeople, to be honest, I'm still friendly with them from, from 20 years ago because we had that, that camaraderie. We, we, we had that respect for each other. And, um, I never tried to, I never tried to intimidate them. I never tried to say, well, you know, I'm your manager you got to do what I say. I, I treated them like an adult because that's what they are. And, um, they, they, they appreciated that but um, I think it, it has to come from you. You have to have that in you, but you also, you you, you learn, you learn from experience, you know, and, be, and again, being on both sides of it. If, if you start off as in management, which a lot of people do, they start off, you know, they just, you know, nepotism or whatever it is. And I've seen a lot of that, you know, they start off on, on a certain level. They have no idea what you're going through out there. They, they don't, they don't know what you're going through at all. So they, they can't relate to it and they can't help you with it. I've been there, so I could help them with it on that level.
2: That's great. Uh, Reminding me a bit of my own Jewish mother as well. So I <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, so with, I would love to focus on what seems to be another core skill of yours after looking at your profile Looking at your LinkedIn and some of the awesome things that folks have said uh, about you, and that's building and growing sales teams. Um, Some of the direct reports we looked up uh, online have said a few things, and there's some themes. One, you know, you worked just as hard as your direct reports, if not harder, and didn't take credit for any success. Two, you're a skilled manager. Three, everything uh, that someone has learned about their industry has come from you. You know. So, what uh, what are some things that early career professionals, now knowing about your success, what are some things that early career professionals discount or don't put into uh, motion when they're becoming salespeople for the first time?
1: It's work it's a lot of work. Um, you have, it's, it really is a numbers game in a lot of ways. It's, it's, you know, it's part numbers and it's part, um, you know, personality and doing the right thing, but it really is a numbers game as well. Um, you got to push yourself and if you throw enough, you know what, at a wall, it's definitely going to stick. If you feel like giving up, maybe go a couple more because you, you never know. Um, People tend to give up too easily and you really can't in sales. It's unfortunate. It's a type of job that you just, you really have to push yourself. And I think that's where a lot of people fail. You know, it's a nice sunny Friday in the middle of summer. People, you know, want to take off and go to the beach. And and sometimes you just can't do that. You got to realize that, you know what, there are people working. There's, you know, upper management and and C-level executives that are working on a Friday afternoon. and, And they're actually in a good mood because... It's a Friday afternoon and they get the weekend ahead of them. So it, it pays to, to push yourself and, and make a few extra calls. And as early salespeople, you really just have to put in the work. Eventually, you know, you may be able to step back a little, but it's, it's a constant. It's a constant. And-, and the one thing that people don't realize as well is if you do have, you have a lot going on, you have a lot of sales coming in, don't ever stop prospecting. Because once you get those signed up, then you have to start all over again. If you're constantly prospecting, you're constantly you filling your pipeline. And I, it's a very basic rule of selling, but it's true.
2: in advice for our sellers, to the folks we work with in our audience, which we emphasize the importance of prospecting working through a lead list to exhaustion and then continuing to stuff that lead list with more leads, more follow-ups, more prospects. Um, Looking back at your career, how has sales changed from when you started to where it's at now?
1: (laughs) I don't know if it's really changed a a whole heck of a lot. The only thing, I think the thing that has changed is, you know, of course, with, with um, everything, you know, all the digital stuff and all it's, it's, it's actually easier now to get in touch with people. Um, When I first started, there weren't even computers. Now it's, it's a heck of a lot easier. You have CRM systems, you have LinkedIn, you have, you know, Lists. You you you've there's so many new ways of getting leads. Take advantage of it all, um, and don't do the same thing over and over. You know, mix up how you get your leads. LinkedIn is a great is a great way to get leads. Just be careful how you use LinkedIn as well, um, especially now with the pandemic. I'm, I'm finding I get a hit get a ton of people contacting me every day trying to sell me, and what annoys me is they don't do their homework first they're contacting me and trying to sell me on all these different services. Like it's my company. I own the company. I'm a sales manager. I do sales. Don't try to sell me on, on, you know, your cloud service. And and that's not me. That's not my department. And if you're trying, if you're a salesperson, you know that, and I'm not going to give you the name of that person. You're going to do your homework, but it, it, you know, it's still, there's not a lot of changed change because sales has to come from you and you've got to use all your tools to, to get, Prospects and follow up, and follow up is also a very important thing. You know, people don't do that. They may get a great prospect and they may do a great presentation, but they never follow up on the person. And believe me, that's not you're not the first thing on their mind. They're doing three thousand other things. If you don't follow up, you're gone. You know, so uh, that's a, that's another thing that p- salespeople don't do. But uh, it's really the same over the years. <laughs>
0: You make it all sound so simple marla oh and, it's not and it's, <laughs> and it's so much work and it, i think it's just the way you, you you put it uh and share things candidly um uh, I'm sure whoever is listening to this will will find a lot of value in it. Uh, let's let's uh, let's time travel a little bit, and we'll ask you you know one one last question. Uh, we want to be respectful of your time. If you could go back in time um, and give yourself one piece of advice, with all of the learnings and all of the knowledge that you've gained over the years, what would that be? That's a great question. <laughs>
1: As far as sales goes, I think, you know, in all my career and moving up and working for companies, probably just standing up for myself a little bit more. As a woman, you know, we talked before, it is a little harder, but it's a lot easier nowadays. There's a lot more opportunity, but um, it's still a lot of different industries. Like I came from the financial and I still work, you know, financial industry. Um, it's becoming more female oriented. But at one point years ago, it was more male dominated. And um, I'm, I was always a shy person and I'm meek. I'm I'm a petite woman. And I wasn't uh, at times I didn't, I wasn't strong enough. And I should have been, I should have stood up more for what I believed and opened my mouth more Um, in a good way, not a bad way. But um, I I feel that's probably what I regret the most is not doing that in certain at certain times
0: it's not on you marla it makes me makes me sad that 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 you you know it might have been something you may have had to do but it's unfortunate that you know you were put in that position to even begin with uh let's let's hope that that's not the case for the future generation of sellers especially women Uh, if you're listening to this stand up for yourself i hope the day changes where you don't have to where that's not what you need to do but until that day comes Don't don't take crap from anybody is 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 a (laughs) session here. Uh, Really really appreciate your your time. I think you know we've done a few of these and it's so refreshing to hear your perspective. Um, We unfortunately live in a sales drone world where people talk about scripts and process and and while all that exists, thank you for bringing up uh, what I think most people forget, which is being human, treating your prospects, Mm -hmm. uh, treating your your team members. Uh, with with the courtesy that you would expect uh, them to treat you uh, and I think that makes su- uh, such a whole world of difference again thank you for being so generous with your time we really appreciate it well,
1: thank you, thank you. you Marla it's a pleasure
0: thank you thank you see
1: thank you it's nice to meet you